Hey guys, and welcome to episode 84, where we continue our discussion from last week in Matthew chapter 5. How to tell if you're really mature in God is if you uh, have dug deep in the dirt and you've gotten dirty. In other words, you've been the one willing to fast and pray and seek God's Word and do the sacrificing and dig deep. But not only that, but, you know, what's deep in the ground? Dirt. You must be willing to allow people to throw dirt on you and to run your name in the ground and to persecute you and to um, misrepresent you and to um, persecute you because our Savior Jesus was God in flesh, love wrapped in flesh. But everywhere he turned around, everywhere he went, he always had somebody coming against him, throwing dirt on him. Yeah. And that's how you can tell that you're really walking with God is when if everybody's speaking well of you, I would be worried. I, I would <laughs> I would true. be searching myself and saying, am I really as spiritual as I need to be? Am I really as close to God as I need to be? Um, because I'm, I'm not going through anything. I, I don't, there's no trials right now. Nobody's coming against me. Nobody disagrees with me. If nobody disagrees with you, if nobody's coming against you, that's when you need to be worried because the Bible says, woe when all men speak well of you. All men are not supposed to speak well of you. They didn't speak well of Jesus, and he said, you will be hated for my name's sake. Someone's going to be jealous of you, of your ministry, of the truth that you stand on, of the faith that you have in Christ. Somebody's going to hate you for the anointing that you have. Somebody's going to hate uh, the gospel that you preach. They're going to hate you, just like they hated Jesus. Yeah. How to tell if you're really growing in God, if you're really flourishing, if you're really bearing fruit in God, is when people begin to come against you. Goodness. <laughs> Verse 41. And whosoever shall compel thee to go a mile, go with him twain. Give to him that asketh thee, and from him that would borrow of thee, turn not thou away. We've got that turned around. If somebody texted you right now and said, hey, I've got a situation, I need you to come help me real quick. How many of us would use an excuse and say, I can't make it, I'm sorry, I've got something going on, I can't make it over there, I, I apologize. I would, but I've got this or that going on. When really, we could rearrange our schedule and say, I'm there. I'll be over there in just a few minutes. Yeah. And not only that, but if your brother compels you to go a mile, what more can I do for you? Is there anything else I can do for you? Go the extra mile Yeah. to let someone know, hey, I'm really here for you. Mm -hmm. I don't just want to get this out of my way and, and satisfy you, but I really want to go the extra mile let you know that I'm, I'm here for you, and I really want to be a blessing to you. Yes. Verse 43, Ye have heard that it hath been said, Thou shalt love thy neighbor and hate thine enemy. But I say unto you, Love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you, and pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. 
So we're not only supposed to love those that are in the faith, but we're supposed to love those that are not in the faith. I mean, how can, how can we witness to the lost if we don't even love them? Right. And I think that's the problem this day and age is that many Christians have fell out of love with people, mm-hmm. and they they have fallen in love with themselves. It's true. As we were talking about earlier, you know, it's a self-centered generation that we live in, and uh, it's all about me and how I can get mine and how I can get me taken care of and how I can satisfy my flesh and how I can fulfill my life, when in reality we need to turn that around and say, how can I love Christ and how can I love others? Yes. That's yeah. what it's all about. That's right. Verse 45, that ye may be the children of your Father which is in heaven, for he maketh his Son to rise on the evil and on the good, and sendeth rain on the just and the unjust. So this is how you know that you're a child of God, if you love not only your brother, but you love your enemy. Yeah. That's how you know you're a child of God. It's not always easy to do. No. But we're called to do it. So if God calls us to something, that means we are able to do it. We're able in to do him. it. We're able to do it because Jesus, if if Jesus really does live on the inside of you, yes. if you do claim to be his child, you're going to have his character. Amen. And Jesus, when he hung on the cross and he was getting spit upon, beaten, persecuted, mocked, ridiculed, and he hung on the cross and was dying by the very hands of his enemies and the people of his own house. He hung on the cross and he said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And how to know that you're more like Christ, how to know that you're one of his, is when you can get down on your knees and you can pray for the person that you think least deserves it, and you can say, Father, forgive them. But they kicked me, but they beat me, but they ridiculed me, but they persecuted me, but they they ran my name in the ground, but they made fun of me, but they did me wrong, and I didn't deserve that. I deserve better. Jesus deserved better. Yet he prayed, Father, forgive them. And when we can pray what Jesus prayed and really mean it and not yeah. just say it because we think we have to, because Jesus told us to do it, but because we really mean it and we really have a burden for that person because we know they know not what they do. They really don't know what they've done. They really don't know the hurt that they've caused me. They really don't know the um, spear that they put in my side as they did Jesus. But I forgive them. Father, forgive them. And you know what? It's not just a suggestion. It's a commandment. It's true. Because in the Lord's Prayer, in the prayer that Jesus told his disciples when they asked him, teach us how to pray, he said, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Yeah. So what you're really saying is, and what God is really saying, what Jesus is teaching us to say is as we forgive others, that's how we want you to forgive us. That's true. That's the only way. He said, if you don't forgive, neither will your Father in heaven forgive you of your trespasses. So I don't know about you, but today I choose to forgive. Amen. I don't care if they meant it. I don't care if they didn't mean it. I don't care if it was uh, intentional. I don't care if it was unintentional. I don't care how bad it hurt because for some reason or another, 
that got me where I am today, and that made me a stronger man. Yeah. And that taught me patience. Yes. And, and that taught me how to pray the way Jesus taught me how to pray. It's true. Forgive them, Father. Amen. Verse 46, For if ye love them which love you, what reward have ye? Do not even the publicans the same? The publicans, they only love those that love them. Yeah. <laughs> they only love those that talk good about them. They only love those that made them feel good. They only love those that, uh, you know, always told them what they wanted to hear. But is that really love or is that a business agreement? Mm. When you only agree to so-called love people who make you feel good. Yeah. But when people do things differently than you do, when they... Uh, maybe don't look the way you do, they don't act the way you do. Because let's face it, folks, we're all different. Mm -hmm. Every single person on this planet thinks differently. We don't all think the exact same way. We never will. I don't care how much you try. We're all created uniquely different for a specific purpose that God has made us for. And uh, I'm not always going to agree with you. You're not always going to agree with me. And when I can love you, even though I don't agree with you, when I know that the most important thing is, now it doesn't matter if you're on the side of uh, Jesus or you're a sinner, I still have to love you. It's true. I'm still supposed to love you. So it doesn't even matter whether or not I agree with you. The point is, I've got to love you. That's true. It's a commandment. God is love. And love is of God, and he that loveth not yeah. is not of God. It's true. Verse 47, And if ye salute your brethren only, what do ye more than others? Do not even the publicans so? Saluting, to me, is a form of respect. This was our Sunday school lesson in my Sunday school class Sunday morning, was how we talk to others and how we show others respect. And it doesn't matter, just like Matt was saying, it doesn't matter if they're Christians or if they're not Christians, if they go to church, if they don't go to church, we are still called by God to respect one another. Even if they look different, if they believe different, they live different, it doesn't matter. We are just called by Jesus to respect one another. The only only people that I see that Jesus really um, was uh, almost seemed disrespectful to was the, uh, the Pharisees. Pharisees, the Sadducees, because the reason is, is he knew their heart. He knew their intentions. Yeah. He knew that they were always trying to catch him in something. They were always trying to catch him breaking the law or or twisting the law or doing something that they thought he wasn't supposed to do when he was the law. <laughs> the law walking in flesh. And they tried to catch him in something always. And he knew the spirit. Yes. So he handled it well because he would call them sons of snakes and uh, white sepulchers. And he would uh, call them vipers. And, and, you know, if we did that nowadays, you know, people would kick us out of the church. We wouldn't (laughs) be able to preach anywhere. But he always respected everyone. He never tried to start anything with them. He never tried to uh, get in an argument with them. 
it was always them coming in him, yeah, you know, with swords, so to speak, and just ready to pin him to the wall. But he respected them. Mm-hmm. As a human being, you know, if one of the Pharisees were to come to him and humbly and say, you know, I really do want to know, are you the son of God? He would have never turned them away. He would have no. never said, you don't deserve me. You're a Pharisee. You don't deserve me. You, you come against me yesterday when I was trying to preach to my disciples, so I don't have time for you. But Jesus will turn nobody away. Yeah. And so he respects people in uh, in the sense that he would never turn anybody away because the Bible says that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever, Pharisee, Sadducee, uh, publican, so-called Christian, Jew, sinner, whoever comes to him, he won't turn you away if you come to him sincerely. Verse 48. Be ye therefore perfect, even as your Father which is in heaven is perfect. How do you be perfect? L-O-V-E. That's what this whole passage is about. That's what it's all about. That's what it all boils down to. And I know some people uh, put down... See, the world has given us a false idea of this love mentality. Yeah. They think because uh, God so loved the world, that means I can do what I want. That's not the case. God so loved the world that he He allowed his son to take the punishment for right. your sins. All damnation and hell was released upon him to show the wrath of God the hatred towards sin. When you look at what Jesus went through, you see how much God hated sin, so much that Mm -hmm. he released all of that wrath upon his own son. Mm. But he did that because he loves us. Right. And if we'll look to Jesus' ministry, we'll look to his word, we'll look to the gospel, and we'll read the Old Testament and we'll take it in, we'll learn the principles, but we'll go and we'll read the New Testament and we'll understand who we are as the New Testament church. Yes. That we are called to not only preach the things that God hates, but we're also called to preach the love that He has so much for us that He took the time to make this map for us, which is called the Holy Bible, so that we would not be lost And we could come into the understanding of the love and grace of Jesus Christ and the price that he paid. And if we will surrender to him and walk with him and obey him and honor him and do our best and allow God to do the rest, we'll be walking in love. We'll be walking in God's purpose for our lives. So I hope these podcasts were a blessing to you. And I hope you got something out of this. If you, uh, if you enjoyed this content, send us an email, truthmatterswithmatt at gmail.com, or send us a message. We have an Instagram and Facebook page, and uh, we appreciate your support if you are able to give. If not, just keep listening, and I hope something we say will encourage you, inspire you, and challenge you to become more Christ-like. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with your family and friends so that we can get the truth out. Have a great day.
you'd like to donate to this ministry to help us continue moving forward and spreading the truth, send us an email at truthmatterswithmatt at gmail.com. We accept PayPal, Venmo, check or money order. Thank you once again for helping us spread the truth.